Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, the podcast that takes the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me because today is my birthday and I have a special gift podcast for you. The topic today is relevant to every single person listening and to those other people in your life that you love and even like. Uh, I want to empower you with knowledge to increase your health span. I want to help you be on the leading edge of real research, real strategies that are simple and that will improve your vitality. You know, it's well established that a happy and healthy gut is essential if you want to feel good, if you want to have a strong immune system, if you want to minimize time in the doctor's office, and if you want to have better relationships. I mean, it all matters. Um, This is one of my very favorite topics because I have seen such dramatic improvement for minimally invasive efforts and and really... um, minimal money in, in terms of comparison to the, the rising and crazy healthcare cost. So if you want to have more energy and better relationships, this is information you're going to want. Now, people employ all kinds of strategies to help with their gut and digestive health. You know, we want our digestive systems to work optimally. And um, the health of the gut is just so foundational. It impacts relationships in so many ways. It Because it impacts our, our social lives. You have to have the freedom to go out and live life and be with people. And you don't want digestive problems like diarrhea and constipation and gas and bloating to keep you home. You know, um, you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that all those things will in- interfere with going out with your social life. And um, so when sub- somebody's suffering from gut problems, you know, they'll, they'll try anything because we're, we're designed for social interaction and people want to feel better. So they'll often reach for pills. They'll, you know, both prescriptions and supplements. They'll spend a bunch of money on all of that. They'll try, um, you know, conventional medicine, uh, GI doctors, they'll try alternative medicine, say acupuncture and integrative medicine. Uh, I, I personally really like the integrative medicine strategy because then we employ the best of all worlds. And to my surprise, several people lately have asked, asked me my thoughts on colonic hydrotherapy to improve constipation. And of course, you know, that sort of makes my, my brain go into overdrive. You know, my thoughts on colonic, colonic hydrotherapy. Hmm. Well, my first thought was, uh, you know, why in the world would anybody go into that profession? I mean, you, you sort of want to think about the big picture when you pick a, a career. I mean, what kind of din- dinner conversation would that all lead to? I mean, can't you even imagine, you know, you're sitting around the dinner table and uh, your spouse says, well, uh, were you busy today? How? did you run behind? Uh, Did the plumbing keep working? I mean, I realize, you know, that's not what my patients are asking about, but I'm just being very um, transparent to tell you the kind of things that pop into my head. Uh, My thoughts about colonic hydrotherapy are really about, you know, is this a good idea for constipation? And, you know, quite frankly, I don't have a lot of experience in that area, but and I, but I do know that it's probably got some benefits in severe cases because I, there are doctors that I highly respect that do recommend it. 
Nevertheless, uh, the whole thought of something so drastic like colonic you know, hydrotherapy does remind me of a passage in the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees were always just being so picky and telling everybody they weren't doing things right. And Jesus was talking about straining out gnats and swallowing camels. I mean, you know, we don't necessarily want gnats in our food, um, but we want to do first things first. There may be an indication for colonic hydrotherapy, but that may not be the place to start. So when people ask me about those more complicated and potentially risky strategies, I, I, I start explaining about foundational gut health. You know, the foundation for a healthy gut has has some very basic things. It has to include optimal hydration, you know, real food, uh, real food that that provides good nutrients and then, you know, foods that contain prebiotic fibers that will help feed good bacteria. I always talk about fermented food. Um, And so there, you know, there's those basic things. And of course, that would include movement. That's always basic. That always goes with how we are designed. And uh, I, I encourage people to find fun ways to get this movement, delicious food uh, that that tickles their taste buds. All these things are essential. They're part of our elegant design. But there is an area that's often overlooked. And this is my birthday gift to you. Uh, When it comes to gut health, we have learned that health starts in the gut and the gut actually starts in the mouth. The mouth is often the forgotten orifice of the gut. You know, you have this tube that starts in your mouth and goes all the way south. Um, Now, this is not recent research, unless you consider uh, 2000 years recent research, uh, you know, Hippocrates said that, um, that that an infected tooth could be causing arthritis. Uh, in fact, I, I wrote my master's thesis and called it the forgotten orifice because I was in this awesome program at a medical school in functional medicine. And even though I just learned tons and loved it, the mouth was really not addressed as an integral part of systemic health. We would we would talk about inflammation, but we wouldn't look in the mouth first. And it is a key place that affects all parts of your body, but specifically gut health. So the key now is that we have DNA technology to prove these observations. I want to, um, I want to, put a a wonderful article on your radar uh, that is from November 29th, 2022. It's a research article entitled Fusobacterium nucleatum and colorectal cancer from phenomenon to mechanism. Now, gut health, you know, there's this whole um, spectrum of gut health. You know, you can, uh, you don't just jump to colorectal cancer in most cases. There are lots of things that lead up to it. And uh, a real key to feeling good is is along that whole spectrum. Now, colorectal cancer is the third most frequent um, malignant tumor, and it's the second cause of cancer death. So this really matters. And this is a global problem. Uh, There's been a lot of research on this oral bacteria called Fusobacterium nucleatum uh, for about 10 years. And this is an area that sort of came on my radar probably about eight years ago. 
that this is a bacteria that starts in the mouth, but it translocates. In other words, it travels to the gut and there it causes lots of problems. If you listen to uh, Vitality Made Simple, you'll know that I, I love to talk about Fusobacterium nucleatum because it's generally so simple to decrease in number. Now, this is an area that you have to be the informed consumer uh, because, you know, things move slowly in the medical world. And there are a lot of physicians who maybe are still practicing based on what they learned in, in medical school. A lot of dentists still practicing on what they learned in dental school. And um, not everybody. So you have to be very uh, informed and you have to know who to listen to. Uh, interestingly, uh, it came on my radar say, I started using uh, salivary testing maybe 12 or 13 years ago. But then I first realized how important this bacteria was probably about eight years ago. I had a patient referred to me from a physician who had had gut problems, gut problems, gut problems. And her the physician had given her metronidazole, which is flagell, an antibiotic. And when she would the patient would take that, she would feel better for a while. But then it would come back with a vengeance. Well, so I tested her uh, with a saliva test and found that she had high levels of Fusobacterium nucleatum in her mouth. Well, that's what started my deep, deep dive into understanding that this bacteria that starts in the mouth has a great impact on the gut. Uh, if you look at a, a past podcast, you'll see one called um, the mother-in-law bacteria. That's about Fusobacterium. It basically is a bacteria that is a naturally occurring bacteria. And at low levels, it doesn't cause problems, kind of like your mother-in-law. I'm a mother-in-law. I can't stay too long or I drive my son-in-law crazy. Um, but if it overgrows, if I do stay too long and give a lot of, you know, unnecessary advice or even start moving things around in their pantry, then I become a problem. And that's what uh, Fusobacterium does. It sort of, it colonizes in the gut and that's where it causes big, big problems. So, you know, whether you are suffering or your friends are suffering from any kind of digestive issue, such as constipation or diarrhea, think, that, know that it could be starting in your mouth. It could be this bacteria, Fusobacterium nucleatum, starting in your mouth, traveling to your gut. It could also be other bacteria, but this is certainly the place to start. Uh, find a dentist and our dental hygienist who will look at your mouth from a full body perspective. If you're told that, oh, you have a little bleeding and a little bleeding is normal, then you need to run. You need to find another dental office. And uh, because the research is Oh my gosh, it's everywhere. I probably have uh, 500 articles about this uh, alphabetized in my house. This is global research because we have DNA and we can find the DNA of these bacteria that are that has colonized to the gut and is causing problems. It can the DNA of Fusobacterium can be in polyps, it can be in tumors. It it's just a real troublemaker. And um one of the first signs of any gum problems of, you know, in your mouth is bleeding when you floss, bleeding when you brush, bleeding, bleeding when you do uh, any kind of little picks. Now, bleeding might be normal in terms of typical or common, but, uh, you know, so are gut problems. So if you ha 
have, you know, bleeding gums, you've got to address it. And you want to find a dental office uh, that will address it. You're probably your best friend in the dental office is, is an excellent dental hygienist who knows what to look for and who will, who's informed. I, I, uh, I'm a dentist, but I think generally dental hygienists are way more informed in this area. My goal is for everybody to be informed, but it's, it's kind of a slow moving train at this point in the dental profession. Now, any bleeding at all matters. It doesn't matter uh, if it's just a little bit. A little bit is important. Another thing your dental hygienist can do is to measure the pocketing around your your tooth. Now, this doesn't require st- shots. It's very standard of care, and it's something that should be happening every once a year, at least once a year. Um, that's six places around every tooth. It's called a comprehensive period exam. This is something that we think is just about the teeth, but really when it comes to early gum disease or moderate gum disease, the teeth are the last to go. This problem is affecting your vitality, your health span, and your risk for gut problems at a, a very er, much or earlier than it's affecting your teeth. Um, and, I, and then there's always saliva testing you can do or stool testing. Uh, I'm going to do a more in-depth podcast on salivary diagnostics and how they relate to um, to stool testing in the future. You know, it it's not just about teeth. And in my experience, uh, we so often can overlook bleeding because it's just so prevalent. You know, it but you know it affects the. Uh, gut, it affects the heart, it'll affect your mood, it'll affect your sleep, it, it'll it affect all your propensity to have uh, chronic disease. Uh, fusobacterium is a big deal. And um, it just doesn't do a lot of damage in the mouth, it damages everything else first. It must be removed at the source. And, you know, as I said, uh, early periodontal disease is easily ignored. It's like, oh, you have a little bleeding. And in fact, in terms of teeth, that's very accurate. And your dentist is really uh, telling you the truth. In terms of your teeth, that's not a big deal. I mean, that is early disease, but it doesn't mean your teeth are going to fall out next week. But it may be way bigger in terms of your health span or propensity for disease. You know, and even though it's normal, we want to resist normal here at Vitality Made Simple. uh, You know, we don't want to be normal because normal is just this usual pattern, this regular pattern. And that's exactly what bleeding is. Um, Normal is what is typical at a time. Uh, in history, consider what normal is in our world. Um, it's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. You know, I hope that you will celebrate my birthday with me and see if your gums bleed. You know, ask yourself some questions. You want to have early intervention. Early intervention is not painful. It's generally not expensive. And there are lots of things you can do. I have resources on my website that are free that can help you. And um, this is really, really a big deal. It really matters. Find a dentist who is current on global research. This is not new. Find a dentist who is not in a hurry. Find a dentist who will get to know you and what your desires are for more vitality. Now, vitality requires discernment. It it requires intentionality. Remember, 
Vitality doesn't need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. So before you resort to colonic hydrotherapy, think about staying optimally hydrated. Think about eating real food with uh, and getting some natural probiotics into your system, including prebiotics, and get moving. Find something you love to do. I thank you for subscribing and sharing. Um, you know, I am a, a sort of a social media introvert. Uh, this is episode 83, and we're taking the stress out of being healthy. We're now in, let's see, uh, 70 countries and 1,022 cities, and it's all because of you. Uh, please keep listening and share this with somebody that it will help. Blessings until next time.